Hi, it's Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. My goal inside of this communication, this show, is to share with you my nearly 30 years of coaching some of the most successful financial advisors in North America. We're going to be talking about strategies, syntaxes, we're going to bring guests on from time to time, and I'm going to share with you what's working now. So think of this show as sort of like a little one-on-one kind of mini coaching cast, if you like, where we're going to be going in-depth from time to time on strategies to help you grow your business, get more effective, become more efficient, find balance in your time management, grow your business, and quite frankly, whatever else is going on in the world today. So before we get to today's episode, I'd love for you to do a couple things for me. Number one, make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're doing the audio, make sure that you give us a review on whether Spotify or Apple, you know, we'd really appreciate that. And quite frankly, that does help. It does matter when you rate things and like things and subscribe to things. It helps us get the word out to more of the industry. And lastly, I have a very special gift for you. Go to MagellanNetwork.net. So one word, MagellanNetwork.net. And I have for you a complimentary membership, 100% gratis, where you can tap into about between 50 and 75 hours of master classes, forms, tools, templates, and strategies. So please go ahead and uh, make sure you go ahead and get that claimed. Smash the like button and subscribe. And uh, please go ahead and leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're on. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hi, it's your coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. In this episode, I want to give you a little debrief of a conversation I had very recently at one of our mastermind meetings in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. To give you guys some background, I run three live mastermind groups and also three virtual groups. So one of the live groups, Elite Alpha, uh, was in Fort Lauderdale not too long ago. And on a sidebar conversation, you know, it's a very, very cool room. We get a lot of work done. The question was the future of the industry, which I know can be a very, very broad topic scenario. And I have some thoughts on that today. And that's why I want to share with you what I shared with that group. To put this in context, one of the things that I like to do is look really far down the road. And, you know, I did Advisor 2010. We built a program around that. It was called iAdvisor First, Innovative Advisor, then Advisor 2010, Advisor 2020. So I don't know if I'm going to do Advisor 2030 as an official kind of masterclass, but if I were to do it, here are some of the core takeaways that I'd want you to have. And by the way, I don't care if you're one year in the business or 40 years in the business, this will affect you. Okay. So number one is what is the role of technology in our space going forward? And I think we can all agree over the last several years it has really evolved at a rapid pace. I mean, if you think about five years ago, right? So let's go back to, oh, I don't know, maybe 2018, even four years ago, 2019. You know, would we sit there and say, hey, you know, three years from now, we're going to be very virtual, remote teams, 
doing a lot of Zoom reviews and all that, we'd sit there and say, well, nobody would want to do that, right? But yet here we are, you know, the industry has gone through this, um, look, I'm not going to diminish or minimize what has happened with the pandemic. However, with that said, there has been a massive silver lining for our profession, our industry, which is the virtualization of basically the entire model from where your clients are, where you are, where your team is, where your resources are. It has really created locational independence on all sides. In essence, if, you, if you're working in, uh, I don't know, Omaha, Nebraska, most advisors would say, okay, where's your market area? They would look at Omaha, Nebraska, plus or minus some miles, draw a little circle, and that's where a bulk of your clients would come from. Well, today, you could run a national business. You can have clients in all 50 states, right? It's a, it's a very, it opens up your referral game. It opens a lot of things. So from a technology standpoint, right, we've seen what's happened in the last three or four years, but what's this going to look like going forward? So this is where it gets very interesting. You know, one of my little hobbies is I like to research the industry. I like to read about not just what's going on in this space, but what's going on in other professions, right? Legal, accounting, medical, because again, there's some, I can always draw parallels to things, right? Even my space, you know, the coaching space has some very interesting parallels in terms of how the advisor space works. So, number one, do you think there'll be less or more technology going forward? I think everybody knows the answer is going to be more technology. But what kind of technology, right? So we all hear about, you know, artificial intelligence, right? AI. So what is the threat here? Or what is the opportunity? I envision a point, and I don't know when that point is, but I know for a fact that there's some very smart people that have a lot of money who are working on it as we speak, that at some point, financial planning is going to feel very much like talking to Siri. Well, you'll get online. There'll be a question and answer program. Artificial intelligence will spit out a rudimentary financial plan. Now, does that mean that financial planning is obsolete? No. What it means, though, is there'll be an AI component of it, and either you can fear it or you can figure out how to build a model around it. Okay? Really, really important. Well, what else is going to go on technology? You know, we, we can sit there and kind of, you know, have a conversation about the pros and cons of Zoom or GoToMeeting or anything like that. But, but let's be very clear. Virtualization is now here as a practice model. I have clients that pretty much do all of their reviews on Zoom. They do their client events live. They do meet and greets live. So, and I'm going to go back to, and by the way, if you, if you, you don't have to challenge me on this, but... I mean, I built a program masterclass uh, back in, I think, 2005, 2006, where I talked about serving your clients electronically and building goodwill and relationships locally, right? Serve them electronically, easy. And we all know this, Zoom review versus in-person review, right? Different, different timelines, more efficiencies, so on and so forth. Now, what most advisors do is say, the advisor doesn't like it because you have not been trained to be effective with Zoom and how to build rapport with Zoom and how to kind of have as much of an in-office experience as possible. Look, that trend will continue. It just will. So what else is going to look like? I mean, we start looking at the value creation, right? So let's just go through this technology piece. So if a big part of that, you know, financial planning can be done with AI, and believe me, it's going to happen 
It just is. And asset management is now getting more automated, right? I mean, you know, I'm not saying that CFAs or anything will become obsolete. I think it'll be the work will be different. And I'll give you a, a context. Years ago, when cars were built, there were people with wrenches in their hands and screwdrivers and rivet guns and welding machines and welding tools building cars. Today, there's somebody that has a control panel while robots build the cars. The robot is at the direction, right, of the operator. Hi, Coach Joe Lucas here, and I'm just breaking here for a moment just to do a couple quick reminders. Number one, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast. In addition, please leave a, a comment or a review. Those things really, really matter. And uh, share this episode with three of your colleagues inside the financial services space. And lastly, make sure that you go ahead and claim your free membership inside of Magellan Network. Now back to this week's episode. Well, with technology, that's gonna become your partner where you're still gonna be the operator of things, but you're not gonna be the executor of things. And for a lot of advisors, that's a scary thought because then you start saying, well, what's the value I bring? Which is where we're really gonna go down this road. So here's my real prediction. I truly believe that by 2030, if not sooner, your business is going to look a lot like my business. Now, what do I mean by that? You'll still be doing financial plans. You'll still be deploying capital. But the value add that you're going to have for your clients is not just an economic outturn. Like, like in other words, if, you're, if your thing is, hey, we've got really good portfolios and we're really good at financial planning, that will not be enough in the future. It will, that is like, that is to be expected. What's going to matter is how are you going to train, coach, and educate your clients? That is what the differential is. You see me doing, you, see, you know, for those you watch the show, I will predict many of you will be doing this for your clients every week. You'll be coming on, you'll be talking, you'll be coaching, you'll be training, you'll be leading, you'll be educating. All of you are going to have more of an identity of a coach educator you're going to get paid assets under management, financial planning fees, or retainer-based financial coaching. It is here now. If you said, if you ask me, Joe, what is the prevalent business model going forward that, that I see? It is retainer-based financial planning, coaching, and consulting. It is fees for assets under management, and then whatever insurances we need to do, whatever solutions we need to provide. Obviously, that gets paid out by the companies, right? That is the game because I've got clients that operate in the game. I've got clients that actually make more money on subscriptions than they do on AUM, okay? And I can think of one client in particular, we had an epiphany in the mastermind session where it's like, hey, you know what? You're, you're really trying to build a financial planning model, but you're really, it's really a coaching model you need to build. And that was like an epiphany for him, right? Because he deals in a very narrow niche in a very unique way. So your businesses are going to look a lot like mine. So what does that mean? That, you know, again, let's just talk about information flow. So right now, if you're not educating, training, and coaching your client, I'll ask you a question. Who is? Are they going to CNBC? Are they going to Susie Orman? Are they going to whomever, right? You need to know that. Because if you're not their voice, then who is their voice? 
And for some of you that are more analytically driven, hey, we're, I'm a really good planner and I'm a really, you know, I'm a really good analyst and I'm really good at portfolio construction, I'm really good there. Great, those are skill sets that are not gonna be like obsolete, but if you don't have this piece on top of you, you're gonna be at a, I'm not saying you won't be in business, but you'll be at a competitive disadvantage and you will be at a value creation disadvantage. And I'm giving you a heads up now, years before it becomes acute, that this is where we're going because I already have clients going down this road because uh, part of my job is to is create early adopters. And this is the way our game is going to go. So I want you to think about how do I coach? How do I train? So what does that look like? I mean, I think one of the strategies you have to have is at least quarterly doing some sort of Zoom training. You don't have to do it live, whether you're bringing something in or you're bringing a guest in, you know, like, let's say you do four a year, one a quarter. I mean, how complicated is this, right? I bring a CPA in to talk about taxes. I bring an estate planning attorney to talk about estate planning. I can bring a social security expert to talk about social security, right? I can go ahead and bring in maybe a coach or somebody to talk about how to process uncertainty and stuff like that. You're gonna be, and again, some of you may not wanna hear this, but again, we're here to talk about, you know, the kind of my version of the truth is you're gonna be, the value creation is gonna be more emotionally inclined. Behavioral finance and behavioral finance training is gonna become more the norm. And I can go back 15, 20 years ago, how many of you had a CFP? How many had a CFP, right? That was learning planning, right? And strategies around planning, right? Don't think for a second that a coaching designation and a, again, a, a behavioral finance designation is not in your future. It is most likely in your future. And the early adopters are gonna have a leg up. If you look at the next gen, so again, this, we're talking 2030 here, remember that, but there's a massive advantage to be early adopter, is that we're seeing the boomers, right? They're exiting, they're getting the money, but what about the boomer kid? So the children of the boomer, what's their wiring? You know what their wiring is? They're more open to coaching and they're more open to therapy. They're more open, they want more collaboration, right? They love technology and they're very tech comfortable, right? So that's why you're always, you're still gonna have a tech driven practice and everybody will have that. But make no mistake, there are certain things in life that people who value people still want. For example, right now, the reality is the technology exists to fly airplanes. So I'll ask you a question. If you walk down the runway with a gangplank to the airplane and you saw no pilots in the cockpit and say, hey, good news, hey, we don't pilots anymore, your fare's $200 cheaper and the and computer's gonna fly the plane. Some of you probably be okay with that. I was like, get me out of here, right? We talk about autonomous driving cars, right? Again, the technology kind of exists. I'm not ready to jump in one of those suckers and cross my fingers. So the point is, you know, doctors, doctors use robots and, and highly, and, and, you know, very highly skilled machine. Do you want just the machine operating on you or do you want the doctor to operate the machine on you? See, when it still comes, human beings were still, and this will be for probably hundreds of thousands of years, way past what we care about. We are still tribal creatures. We are still about connecting with other human beings. And if you want, and if you want empirical evidence 
Look at how people did during COVID when you really can only connect with people electronically. You couldn't be physically present with them. You couldn't be in the same room at the same time. How did that go for most of us? It sucked. So we have evidence that no matter what tools and technology comes in, that it's still going to be the advisor, but the advisor, coach, trainer, leader that's going to have the dominant position in our industry going forward in 2030. That is why I'm in the process of creating a coaching and training program. And it's not ready. It won't be ready for a long, long time. But it's on my drawing board. Because your business is going to look like my business. The only difference is going to be your economic triggers are going to be different than mine. Because obviously we don't, we don't run money here. We don't deploy capital. We don't run, do financial planning. But we do a hell of a lot of coaching and consulting and training and mentoring and leadership and everything like that. And it's a different animal. You got to be highly engaged. You imagine if I just came here and read a script? Like, oh, here's my screen. Let me kind of, here's what I wrote down, like reading a blog. You guys would check out on this then immediately. Like, why am I listening to this guy? It's like boring. So if you plan to be in this business in 2030, or you plan to sell your business and have somebody take it over by 2030, or you're just starting out in this business, this all applies to you. Okay, so those are my thoughts. I just want to give it to you guys. And uh, it's exciting. It's change. But again, let me ask the question. I'm talking seven years, right? 2030, right? Because here we are, 2023, when we're recording this. Go back seven years. How different is business today? Ask yourself, what has evolved in the last seven years? And by the way, the pace of, of you know, adaptation is going to increase. The pace of change is going to increase. Okay? So, thank you for listening watching this episode of the Magellan Network Show. And again, these are my thoughts, my experiences. I'm 100% on board with what I just said today. Uh, I've been pretty accurate. You can ask some of my clients. I've been pretty good at predicting this stuff. And I'm telling you, for those of you who get on board on this, it's a tremendous opportunity. Probably even more so than the boomer wave retirements. So, see you all next week. Thanks for watching and listening. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.